Hey, and welcome back to Lessons in Product Management. I'm your host, John Fontenot, and I'm really excited to kick off episode one of season three with Ask Me Anything. And just as a reminder, if you didn't listen to the kickoff episode that I just posted last week, I would ask that you go and submit any questions that you have, right? If you are experiencing specific challenges or just have questions about product in general, or if you're not in product yet and want to know how to get there and have specific questions you want us to address, please go ask. You can find me on Twitter at Product Font. You can find me on LinkedIn, just type in John Fontenot and it should be one of the first that pop up. Uh, Fontenot is not a super common name and the, where it is common, I doubt very many are on LinkedIn. So find me on LinkedIn, find me on pathtoproduct.io and uh, I'd love to understand your questions and how we can help address your challenges. So this week in our kickoff episode, there was a tweet that came out and I wanted to address it. I did there in the Twitter thread too, but it begged a bunch of questions. The, the question that came out was, you know, how do I handle stakeholder feedback? And when priorities are always changing with stakeholders, how am I supposed to prioritize against that? And so there was many questions that I had in follow-up to that because definitions are important, right? And if you don't precisely define the problem, you can't come to a concrete solution. It's one of my favorite quotes. You've probably seen me post that on LinkedIn, but it's it's so true. And as product managers, we have to precisely define problems to come up with concrete outcomes or solutions. Okay, with that said, I want to break it down a little bit because I could start with the assumption that this that the person that asked this question is building internal products and is talking about internal stakeholders. And in this scenario, it, it makes a lot more sense to me. Right. If you're building internal products for internal stakeholders and they're always changing their mind on what's important, the thing that I would say is that recency bias is one of the, the top biases that could impact what they're going through. Right. If you're talking to marketing and you're asking about like market problems, right? Like, and how is this going to impact what we build for you? I don't know. Probably not a great example for internal products, but um, any any stakeholder group, if you're building an internal product for them and their priorities keep changing and you don't really know why or what's driving that, what I would start with is go back to first principles of product management, okay? And start with what is the goal? Why was I hired to build this product? What is the outcome that you're driving toward? If you can't agree on that or if you can't precisely define the outcome or the goal, how are you ever going to build for it, right? So this is this is one of the really tricky parts of product management is getting clear on definitions inside the company before you start going build solutions, whether it's inside the company or outside the company, right? But in this scenario, we're talking about internal stakeholders with internal products. So with that said, what I would do is start with the goal, start with the outcome that you're driving towards, and then really dig deep on the problems, right? Um, ask a bunch of questions, ask a bunch of thoughtful questions about their scenario. When do they experience the pain? What are they doing today? Um, are there similar existing solutions in the market that we could have bought for this? How do they solve the problem? 
who uses those products and what is their feedback on what works well and what's not. There's, there's no end to the inputs you could go and get to try to help inform how you tackle the problem. But as, as you start to understand the problems that you're trying to solve for, I would prioritize based on which of those problems are going to create immediate value towards the end goal that we're driving towards, right? And build a roadmap off of that. What, what makes sense? How can I start solving these problems in a, in a chronological way to where I'm, I'm incrementally adding value over time and it's getting us closer to the ultimate outcome that we want, right? But we're little by little creating value instead of doing it in some kind of weird, like non-chronologically sensical way um, to where like you take a year to build something that creates a new value. Try to start plucking away at little pieces that you can you can accomplish that create value along the way as you build towards ideal state, right? Now, the, the part of this, this tweet that would bug me if it's not internal products for internal stakeholders is if we're talking about internal feedback for products that are sold to external users and customers. Because to me, stakeholder feedback is important and it's an input you should take, right? Sales is going to get feedback. Marketing is going to get feedback. Customer success and support is going to get feedback. And executives always have opinions, right? You're going to get those whether you want those inputs or not. So take them and solicit them so that way they know you're listening. And down the road, you'll have a much easier time getting buy-in because they know that they've been heard, right? But really, if you're not going and talking to customers who are experiencing the problem that you're trying to solve for, then you're missing a large piece of the input that you should be going out and getting. And so if you're changing the prioritization of your roadmap based on what the sales executive or the market, the product marketing person or the customer success rep is telling you, that's, that's not a path to success as a product manager. If, if every week you have a group of people telling you that something is more important than the other, and you're going and adjusting your roadmap based on recency bias and saying, oh, okay, well, this must have changed, then all, you, all you're doing is you're becoming an order taker. And, and ironically, there will never be order to what you do because you're not taking those inputs, synthesizing them, and then using those to create something coherent um, that makes sense in the way that you build product, right? And so my advice there is, whether you're talking to external customers or users, internal customers, um, stakeholders, executives, whoever, right? Looking at third-party market research, take all those things as inputs and synthesize them against what is the goal and what is the desired outcome you're driving towards, the, desire, the desired behavior that you're trying to change, and how can I prioritize the problems and the needs against that goal so I can start thinking about how to build things, right? That's, that's foundational. If you don't do that, you'll never build products that create impact and value in the market. You'll just turn your company into a feature factory. Okay, that, that is literally the most foundational thing you can do before you even get into wireframing, testing for desirability and usability. Like all those things are secondary to precisely defining the problems you're trying to solve against the goals that you're trying to reach as a business. Because ultimately, 
if you don't meet business objectives, <laughs> you'll, your company runs out of money. And unless you're venture backed and they just want to keep throwing money at you for making poor choices, you're going to run out of money eventually. And then you have no company to solve customer problems. If so some other company has to step in and try to solve those same problems, and hopefully those PMs don't repeat the same mistakes. So take that to heart. Like the job of a product manager is packed with responsibility, right? And if we just take what people say as, oh, this is truth, or, oh, this is what I should be doing. Like we can't be order takers. We have to take inputs, synthesize them. And really it's like, it's like a puzzle, right? To, to make a beautiful finished puzzle, it takes a bunch of pieces and putting them in the right order and making sure, you know, it's turned the right way. And once we get all those puzzle pieces together, we can see more clearly to be able to produce the, op the optimal outcomes. So with that, I hope, I hope that helps. If anyone's facing the same challenges of stakeholders, internal or you know, external, um, you know, succumbing to recency bias and being tossed by the waves of what, what's wrong today and why did I lose this customer today? I, I hope you take heart in the fact that your job is not to take direct demands and orders from internal stakeholders, even your boss, even the CEO. Um, there is a healthy level of pushback if you have the data, qualitative or quantitative, to do so, to go back and create your own case for why you shouldn't do something that may not make sense or may not be in the best interest of the company long-term because you're closer to the customer you should be, closer, closer to the data or you should be than the CEO is. Um, so take heart in the fact that, that your job is to gather those inputs, those puzzle pieces, and make something, make something beautiful out of it, like, like a finished puzzle. And so if you're experiencing that same challenge, I hope this helps. And I hope you enjoyed uh, episode one of season three. Uh, feel free to ask me anything. And if I don't feel like I have a good, uh, a good sense for the answer, I'll definitely bring people on. I'll probably bring people on anyway, and then we can banter back and forth. We can agree, disagree. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So um, keep the questions coming, and I look forward to keeping the episodes coming. We'll see you next time.